Hello and welcome into Collection Time Only, brought to you by SoRare Data. I'm Andrew Laird. You can find me as Lairdino on SoRare. Joined today by Nepenthes and nobody else. Actually, that's not off. true. Come here. Come here. We went one. Oh, oh. We have a third? We've got a third. There we go. Keith looks so different now. It's Teddy. Say hi. Hey, Teddy. You're not going to say hi, are you? Terrible timing to come in right now. <laughs> um, hello, everyone. Everyone's all fired up about the the uh, roadmap announcement. And I just told Nep, I was like, we're not going to talk about it today. It's not what we're here to not talk about. Not a word. And he's not like, good luck with that. You're, <laughs> you're going to try. Um, as has been going for this whole week, I have no idea if this video will continue after we hit a, min a minute. There's uh, some apparently some server issues, which is also why we had no music to start, which um, I don't know. It's just a downer. That music got me going. I even lowered the volume for everybody who last week was like, whoa, that's really loud. But uh, I don't know. Anyway, Nep, are you ready to win $500,000? I've been waiting for this moment my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> Just to clear up everything, nobody can actually win $500,000. No one. That's true. You're, I mean, you'd have to be a, an amazing multi-accounter to do it. Yeah. So I don't want to say it's impossible. Like if you if you have that kind of drive and questionable, you know, standards, you go, you, you do you. Just kidding. Anyway, so the let's at least talk about that. The Premier League contest. It's basically cap two seventy for Premier League, where you mostly need to have new cards. And Nep, what is the easiest way to maximize the power of your new cards? Well, certainly having five five percent collection bonus on multiple teams because it's multiple entries. And so therefore, collections are the way forwards. It's a bit of, it's not like a cheat code because obviously that's just part of the game. But I feel like because of the number, we're so used to these big competitions or excuse me, these, uh, well, yeah, big like regionals and all-star, they're just teams everywhere. And there's so many players and so many lineups you can do but when you have a competition like this new Premier League one, I don't even remember what they called it already. Winter contest. Season one, isn't it? Number yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and everybody is going to go through the Premier League fixture list and be like, who's playing Luton every week? And you buy these <laughs> collections. And I think there's going to be like a tremendous amount of lineup duplication. And if you have the same lineup as someone else, but your collection bonus is higher... Guess who wins? Yeah, collection and XP, isn't it? And uh, it's like I mentioned to you just before we started, I'm actually annoyed with myself that I don't have any new season collections, really, because I've, I just was like, I'm, I've got old season collections. What, what do I need new season collections for? Right, right. And yet now here we are. And, and you know, I learned a harsh lesson uh, when I first started collecting, making some mistakes. And this is harsh lesson number two. Because now I'm going to be fighting with everybody else to get, you know, the whoever's at home to Luton during that game week collections. But there is also like a, a, a possible like strategy around using three teams in the multi-entry, like, you know, Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea or whatever. Not that I'd probably use Chelsea. Yeah. Or using one team, but just covering all places and just having three of the same goalkeeper, knowing that two of them will have less percentage, and just having, you know, imagine like 
Alison Van Dyke Trent in one team, then Alison Van Dyke Matip in the other team, then then like Alex Alison Robertson Trent in the other team, and just covering all bases. It's going to be great. I think that we're going to see some some really fun strategies that people take. And I think there are going to be a few that are actually really bad strategies that happen to work out and people think that they're good. And because that's something that we see a lot in DFS, that there are people who can, you can succeed with your, you know, you just need your 1% chance to hit once to make you think that it's actually the 99%. Yeah. And so I think we are going to see that of people be like, no, no, no. Instead of stacking against Luton, I'm just going to run a Luton stack all week, all the whole competition. And I'm surely that'll, that'll work and they won't, but yeah, we'll see a lot of like lineup differentiation. It'll be key to like finding differentials of people, you know, cards that maybe some people are overlooking and being different because that's, that's how you're going to have to beat all of these people over the course of the, the whole competition. It was longer too than I was expecting. Like I kind of assumed it was going to be like just the, six games around the Christmas period that they always jam in there, but it's, yeah. it's a nice long one here. Yeah, it is. It also may, maybe gives a little bit more credit to captain and a goalkeeper to be different. You know? I can see that. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah, because nobody's stupid enough to do that. Exactly. So if you're the one that does and then Allison rips off a penalty save right, and some right. other man saves, you're just right. you're winning. Right, he so scores the, uh, the winning header at the yeah. end of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see, I should have... In fact, in my Cap 270 this week, I captained Haney Mukhtar because... Obviously, he was going to have a great time against uh, who did they even play? Orlando. That's how bad they are. Orlando, yeah. And uh, he did bad. And then I didn't captain Providell, and he did great. So, yeah. So, yeah. that, yeah, all, for that long line of uh, research and data, you, yeah. you blew it. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, there were, I think the, the key that I, like came to for myself was this new competition, obviously like there are no card rewards, it's all cash. And one of the big things that people were talking about in terms of like so rare sustainability is making like new season cards more, more valuable. And this does it. And the ability now to just certainly from the limited perspective, like you could probably build a collection thanks to the instant buys very quickly. And if you like the competition starts in, is it two, two and a half weeks or so? Yeah. If you buy them now, those cards could be on level three, four by the time the competition starts instead of buying them the game week, you know, the week leading up to that. And they're all starting at level zero plus whatever collection you get. Like, I think, I, I assume we're going to see some, some uh, Premier League front card prices just boom right now. So will so does so red dynamically change the car price of the buy nows based on what's selling? It seems like it. Yes. Okay. Like they. Yes, it does seem that way. Yeah. Is this uh yeah the the um how do I feel? I, I also like the fact that with multiple lineups, like especially at probably rare and super rare level, people that are going to be putting fifteen cards into a tournament that doesn't earn cards means that they can't put those cards into a tournament that does earn cards. And so when Charlie says, how do I feel about not being able to use my last year's Arsenal collection? Great. Because my last year's Arsenal collection is about to become a powerhouse in champion Europe. Yeah. Cause you're effectively not, I mean, 
you're not competing against nearly as many current season, new season cards yeah. as you were. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, I think it's quite interesting. Um, just trying to look at the instant buy here. Do they have just, can we go by just, there it is. None left. There's, there's just an empty yeah. stage. <laughs> They're all gone. <laughs> oh, look at that, Hallen, right, right away. Let me just get by that one right now. Um, you can as well. You got the you got the funds. You got the facilities for that. I do, I do. And then I'm then I'm empty. Uh, Madison looks cheap too. I have no idea I, what these cards go for. Obviously, the floors are higher than this. But is is there like a, a general ten percent, fifteen percent, twenty percent? I think above? it was. I thought it was somewhere between fifteen and twenty that we've okay. seen. But the the difficulty is, is I think that they. I don't know because I literally have not looked enough into it, but I. I believe they compare it to like other new season cards. So there could be okay. older season cards that are even cheaper. Yeah. That you can potentially get. If, if, if they're comparing it to old new season cards on the secondary market, I don't think 15 to 20% is too, too bad because you see people pay like way over the odds to get auctioned cards to have them for sure. first own. So I, yeah, I, I don't think it's like super unreasonable. What it does do though is it does remove that ability to get like that late night auction that comes in at like 40% cheaper. I mean, they're still there. They just yeah, yeah. So for dollar wise, this one is two hundred and fifty one dollars, and there are three of them on the market right now for way less, and an auction that has fourteen hours to go. Yeah, again, about eighteen, so, maybe eighteen percent. I don't think that's terrible if you're not spending it on players like Holland. Like, you know, if if you're getting a ten dollar card for like twelve dollars, twelve dollars fifty instead. Yeah. I think that's like not too bad. What like my strategy again when we talk about like building collections, my strategy would be buying as cheap as you can secondhand the star cards and then getting all the crap off the auction house or off the instant buy market to build up the collection. I mean, you could just straight up buy a five percent collection right now. Yeah. But I I, I wouldn't buy Holland off of here. Right, you buy Moreno and yeah. Gomez. Well, I bought Moreno Ford. about two years ago for like three thousand dollars. So, I, I think I'm, I think I'm just owed a Moreno. To be fair, like <laughs> <laughs> I do like that strategy though of like essentially snap buying the cards that you don't that you won't use the cheap ones, and then yeah, you yeah. probably wait for the others. Yeah, and man, remember when that guy complained about getting Rodrigo? first place and he's like one of the best players on the whole platform <laughs> he won yeah. he won a contest the following weekend with rodrigo oh did he yeah yeah maybe it was two weeks later i don't know something it was fairly quick so he but, was drawing his own tears with his own so rare money was he yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> for sure for sure uh i'm sure that somebody will do the work for us in terms of like who has the most promising schedules over the whole course of the the whole competition although i don't think that they're i don't think the optimal play is just to play one team throughout like it's not i think you're going to have to go in and out particularly with the three i was <laughs> wondering how many people were going to be up in arms that two brighton matches are not yeah. going to count because that is a fairly popular i feel like every time people are like who are some undervalued and it's like brighton everyone yeah. on brighton is undervalued but i think so, so we can have one old season card yeah, for in, in limited, rare. you can have one old season card, and rare, you can have two, oh. and super rare. Oh, that's not too bad. Okay, that actually kind of makes my Arsenal players 
a little bit more powerful because I can have the old season like goal. Yeah, two, I actually right? don't even have a goalkeeper because Ramsdale sits on the bench now. But yeah, well, you can somebody, have two. Yeah, somebody mentioned that limited prem goalkeepers, even for old season, are going to rise because you could always just use the old season card if, as your one non new season card. Um, can we can you click on the um breakdown i think maybe i saw it on twitter can we see the breakdown of the cash rewards i think it's a bit further down if you scroll down now for yeah for limited now oh, sorry top 800 this is eight dollars each week yeah each week but it doesn't count midweeks right it's just the weekend game weeks correct yeah i like how many people do you think will enter um so we have, I can tell you how many can do it now. Uh, thank you. Thanks to, where is this? Some internal SORA data. Oh, my name is not on that list. I have zero Premier League Limiteds that are eligible for that. Yeah. So the problem is, is that a lot of it is just essentially broken down by who has the most cards. So like Setonio, who is like a bot that buys limited card, like every limited card has the most, like could theoretically enter uh like right away with three so let me see uh <clears throat> oh yeah that's that's gonna be interesting the multi-entry yeah i have no idea is the answer yeah like realistically because it this does kind of feel like something that would get people who don't currently have premier league cards to go buy them yeah and so and and when you look at those prizes as well like at that low end even for limited, it's not great. You know, eight, ten, or fifteen dollars is isn't great, especially if you're going to go and now spend fifty, hundred dollars on buying some cards. But if you even could get one team in sort of that sort of top thirty, it could be huge for those people. Yeah. Yes, it's uh, it's interesting. Like I, like I'm now sitting here thinking, like, like you know, I said to you the other day, I think Liverpool are massively underpriced at the moment. Like, do I go and get a five percent Liverpool limited collection, or do I just ignore limited? You know, when I look at my manager's was... watch list and I see uh, Channy and Haber, and then next to their limited is just a big fat zero. <laughs> I'm like, they just don't they don't even play limiteds, and I don't even like, you know, it's that FOMO. I'm like, I've got all these limited cards, I should play them. I can't be bothered. I, I don't want to sell them because they're worthless, and I'll be taking a massive haircut just on what I've spent on them. And so it's that like that dream of like okay eventually they'll be worth something so I'll just hold on to them, but I also just don't care about limiteds. Mm -hmm. So do we go in for a Liverpool Premier League twenty twenty three collection, like Keith? So just speaking of Keith, yeah, yeah speaking cards. of Keith, <clears throat> so Keith is the reason we were going to have this conversation today, which is funny that he's not here, but we're going to talk about him behind his back. But Keith. Is this the collection here? Yeah. So Keith started a 2022 Liverpool collection. And as we know, the Liverpool collection for 2022 is a little strange because it includes the launch edition cards and the, the like these 2022, the non-launch edition ones, because yeah. Liverpool were actually, which whatever. So he, he had these cards and he bought Salah and he was like, I'm all excited. And then he used some of these cards to win this Salah. And he was like, well, shit, do I sell my old cards to buy the new ones? And as anyone can see, 
this degenerate has gone out and bought four of the special edition away jersey um, Liverpool cards, including jersey mints of Curtis Jones and Diogo Jota, which we talked internally is like a cheat code when it comes to collections because they're literally worth 80 points and 90 after 30 days. And so, Nep, do you think he should sell? And obviously, this becomes much more complicated now that new season cards yeah. are much more valuable. But is yeah, the no, play he- to sell basically these four or try to turn Allison, Simicus, Robertson, and Salah 2022s into 2023s? Yeah, now, now, now I had a completely different response, you know, an hour ago before this information dropped. But no, I, I also didn't either pay attention or realize that they are also special cards and first of all that's mad that he's going to be able to get onto like five percent with about eight cards yes um <laughs> and second of all I, def- I definitely would just be trying to find somebody who's got the new season specifically away cards drop them a little uh you know 20 30 dollars on top and, and switch them out yeah or just buy it's- both <laughs> Or just buy both. Yeah. I'm laughing because I said the same thing. But do you know um, why both is smart? Because he can have the new season cards with two old season cards in one lineup. And then the, the second one, that's, and there you go. You can run three Liverpool lineups using the same players. I do. So that's, a, that's I think, another strategy that I don't think anyone would actually do. But what if you just ran the same lineup three times? Yeah. Like you go in and they if they win, and you can you win, win first, second, and third. Yeah. Yeah. So who who's at home to Luton during this week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Vinsky's literally the only player I know on this team. Oh, that's one more than me. So it starts, I assume it's does anyone know what game week it actually starts? It's two seven, I think. Arsenal are in there. That is brilliant. What was it you said? Uh, three two uh, four two seven. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Palace away to Luton, Brentford home, Arsenal away, Man City away. This, these are meaning away to Luton. Jeez. Burnmouth home. There's a Burnmouth stack. Four thirty three wins it. Home against maybe. Luton. Uh, away to Newcastle. Sorry, Newcastle away. Sheffield United home and Chelsea. Uh, Four thirty-seven was the last one. What does it say? Match day twenty-two. That doesn't help me at all. Up to yeah, up to January twenty-first, including January thirty-first. So that's uh, I think it's this one. Four forty-one. That's a lot of games. That's a lot of game weeks, isn't it's it? It's a lot. It's a yeah. long competition. Like like truly long. Yeah, I like it. The fact Josh, that they've I got Arsenal in there. Focusing on Luton, even though Sheffield United are definitely worse. Yeah, that's fair. I didn't know this person existed on Earth. Foddering them, foddering them. Yeah, I, I have him on the. Uh, I don't know if we're allowed to say it on this show on Ultimate Champions. <gasps> yeah, for what? Maybe. Oh, from Art? From who? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, from Sheffield when they were in the championship last oh, they season. Had, oh, I didn't know they had yeah. Sheffield. <clears throat> Interesting. Uh, yeah, if you, I think 
I would not guess that this name, this isn't like the most generic English name I've ever seen. Uh, anyway, um, so Liverpool, does that, is that Liverpool getting both of them? I don't know why we don't just look at Liverpool. Yeah. All right. What do you got? So it starts off Liverpool at Man City. Seems bad. That's an interesting one, yeah. But then they've got Fulham. This is skipped because it's a midweek. So no, no, it, is it? Oh, oh, so the midweek games don't count. I think it's just weekends. But it doesn't say that those games, it says that these games don't count because it falls outside of game weeks. Yeah, this competition runs every weekend. Hmm. It says every weekend the Premier League has fixtures, but I assume that it won't be a split game week in terms of real week. I assume it'll be like a Friday to Friday. So will, will there be a double game week for Liverpool? I don't know. But you're yeah. right, they're not <clears throat> it's not listed here. Hmm. I mean it's they're using like match days, which yeah. is what the Premier League uses. So I don't know. Eleven game weeks, so it wouldn't be eleven without the midweeks. Yeah, that's this is oh man. <laughs> like eleven game weeks is this what it says, and then it wouldn't be eleven without it. So so maybe they're using the midweeks as a game week themselves. The Newcastle one that cancelled is a double. Okay, so there's no double game weeks, but there are midweek games. But They're as a game changing. week. Yeah. Yeah. Let me find out. Because obviously during the Premier League, like, you know, the, the kind of like winter schedule, there's a lot of midweek games and like, a, like you know, Monday games and whatnot as well. So I'd be very surprised if they omitted the midweeks yeah games on 5th to 7th December have to be included to make the 11 game weeks Boxing Day schedule is midweek yeah so midweeks will count It would, that, and that's why they've called it game week 1 through 11 rather than you mean 4 to 7 or whatever match day match day yeah big pardon yeah yeah okay <clears throat> so we've got Man City this is for Liverpool Man City which obviously means Man City starts with Liverpool Fulham, Sheffield United, Crystal Palace, Man United, Arsenal, Burnley, Newcastle, Burnmouth. We still and does it include that Chelsea game as well? Did it say up to the 31st of January? Yes, and Chelsea. Yeah, so the right. Chelsea game as well, yeah. Liverpool haven't got the easiest schedule. They've got no. some nice games in there, but yeah, definitely not the easiest. They, it includes the games you, you don't want them to have. Yeah. Yeah, like Arsenal. Yeah. And that's where, if you have multiple stacks, what the smartest thing to do would be is to put one team of, like, let's say Liverpool versus City, put a Liverpool stack in and a City stack in as your duplicate, your secondary lineup. And then no matter what happens, you're bagging points. In that match, though? Like, if it's just 1-1? One, one? Yeah, if it's 1-1, one, one, that means you've got a decisive somewhere. You might have a negative decisive as an own goal. But yeah, you you can you can certainly make use of that. I yeah. like and and if you don't think that's good, that's good because that's the strategy that I'm going to win with. And if nobody else is trying it, then I'll be the only one that wins. <laughs> right. So you just have to go say all of these strategies, and for the one that everyone is like, no, that one's the worst <laughs> yeah. one. That's the one you go with. Yeah, that's the one you you go in with. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Um, so realistically for this Keith issue, at what point is it not worth having the old season cards anymore? I think because you only need three new season cards for this tournament specifically, it's worth having this. But I also think it's worth having this anyway, because, I mean, if you scroll down even just a little bit more, a little, little bit more, there we go. I mean, the price points of some of those players for rares, James Milner, $14, Fabinho, $22. And, and guess what? If, I know it may be a big if, but if Saudi starts getting scored in six months, you've made a profit on them and then they, you know, they are in the Asian Champions League games and things like that. Like, you know, there's some utility there for a 5% Fabinho. I, I, I would say I genuinely would still buy into this collection. Yeah. So the, I don't even mean so much for the, for this month or I don't even know what we're calling it. I'm going to keep calling it month long, but I know it's not uh, winter competition, premier league winter comp. Sure. Um, like, I think realistically, since most of us have a finite amount of resources, yeah, that you're not realistically building two Liverpool rare collections. So what's the deciding factor to say, okay, I'm either going to continue my old one, meaning, yeah, or try to convert it all to the new one? Um, I think this Premier League winter season, Premier League season one has made that decision very, very simple for people. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because you, you know, the more new season cards you have at 5% and get that XP farmed up, which you should use Academy for, for that double XP as much as you can, whilst it's still mm -hmm. there, um, getting that farmed up and getting 5% on your cards. Well, it just will be a huge, huge benefit. If you can go in with like even 14% on these cards, almost no one will be able to compete with you. And what, what's Keith? Like, he only just got those cards the other season. Yeah, these are, <clears throat> yeah, they're new. Yeah, but with the new points system, the new XP system, I, I think if, if he just put them into Academy and forfeited rewards with them for the next few game weeks... Which might not be the smartest thing to do, but if we look, if we're prioritizing this one competition, yeah, I mean, he's already got him up to level two. Like, yeah, like nine percent already. Yeah, so he could easily have. What does he mean? Yeah, so once he gets the two percent collection bonus and another two percent, like he could easily have thirteen or fourteen percent on these cards. And so I would definitely be focusing on getting these cards, even just from a regular standpoint of gameplay as well. Like it's it's huge the the difference it makes having those uh those percentages. Like anytime any of my massive like cards pop off, even if they get a really average base score of like fifty five or sixty, it pushes it up towards twenty seventies, and you're like, okay, this was this was nice all of a sudden. Yeah, I'm trying to see where. Yeah, so this one level nine, but only five and a half percent. Yeah, I guess the real question is: Is it ever like should you ever hold old ones? So when we were going to talk about this, the it depends on what you're building a collection for. If you're building a collection to win and to win prizes to like recuperate that ROI or to build into another collection, I do still think there is a 
like I think if you've got five percent, like if you look at my Arsenal collection, even though I haven't got a season bonus anymore, I'm still on like eleven and twelve percent on almost all of the cards, which is huge. Um, so it, I, it gives me good value. Like I think I mentioned this last week when we we were chatting. Like once you get to level twenty, the old season collection is the most valuable thing because you have the best XP. Nobody can beat you. The only right. people that can beat you is like the 5% collection bonus, the 5% season bonus, and then if they can get 6% growth before that new season comes in, yeah. which isn't easy because that's level 12. That's, that's really difficult to get to. That is hard, yeah. So once you get to level 20, I think then the holding on to the old season is super valuable. And you know, as we've looked at with some collections over the past few weeks, like that Barcelona collection, there's some really good pieces that have moved that are like really useful. And so if you want to win now, if you're if you're looking at short-term gain, new season is definitely better to collect. But if you're looking at long-term, yeah, long-term, I think, I still think new season is probably the best to collect and then just hold that. Right. But it, like if you're already into an old season, developing that season's collection, I don't think is a bad thing. Yeah. No, I, it... The reason I hesitate is because I think the real answer is what you said before. Just do both. Yeah, it is. And obviously, resource-wise, that's a little... It's We have a show already called Spend More Money. We just call it Strategy Show. But <laughs> that is like, like, like you said, from a gameplay perspective, like almost like your current gameplay... The new season cards are obviously the the better ones if you can get a full collection because they're the ones that can get over 10% fairly quickly. But at some point, like you said, when those lose, then all of a sudden it's like, all right, I'm done with these cards now because the new ones, another season has come out. They lose 5%. Oh, here are my 15% boys. All right, yeah. bring them in. And yeah. Then you just, yeah, keep going. Yeah. I think, unfortunately, I think you're right. Yeah, because the truth of the matter is, is that new season cards eventually are old season cards right so yeah you, are you, like and that's what i mean like if, if you can get it, it depends on how efficient you are as a player like there's some people that are hyper efficient with buying and selling you know like a player yes. goes up 30 40 percent doesn't matter what they can do or so5 wise they'll just sell them they'll buy them back if they come down or they'll just reinvest that elsewhere and then you've got players like me that will just buy something and it just sits in the gallery forever and aren't very efficient but i think if, if you have the time to dedicate to and this is kind of like something that benefits collectors that have smaller galleries and smaller budgets is if you can micromanage one collection and you can buy in now into like a 2023 Premier League stack, win some rewards, like, you know, whatever through this tournament or whatever it may be, sell off some pieces along the way as you gain like the 10 day, the 90 day bonus and keep that 5% there, but sell off some pieces back and then be prepared next season and say like okay i invested whatever like 300 dollars. i've made back 160 dollars. i now sell this for 200 dollars. i'm in a net profit for the for the season now let me start buying into the new new season right. if you can micromanage like that if you've got that time and, and that, that ability but you don't have the resources financially i think you could do really really well from constantly churning new seasons it's just easier to buy it all and store it isn't it of course yeah, <laughs> I sound, I'm a little, little, little bit like Sean. I'm just yeah, just buy more, just buy everything. Just buy more, yeah. If everybody, if everybody did buy everything, we would all be so rich. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Like people don't get it. 
Somebody <laughs> tweeted that the other day. There was like enough with all the complaining. Just do what's best for the community. Jam some more money in, and we'll all be good. <laughs> oh, it's true. It's true. The do you think that there is a reasonable expectation that this is something that they will continue to do? And if so, do you think they keep it in the Premier League? I think it, I, I think this is a great test for it. What what I think that they're going to showcase with this, which is where I thought Surya would go about a year ago before we had some of the big changes, is I think that if this is a success, and so please everybody, go and buy loads of cards and put in loads of teams because it will be better for everyone genuinely, not, not, not hyperbole. But if this is a success, they can go to whoever it may be, McDonald's or Coke or Pepsi and say, look at our test case where we gave up $500,000 this is what we made from it. This is the engagement we got from it. This is the amount of eyes we got on this particular piece of content for it. Sponsor it. And we'll call it the Coca-Cola tournament next time. And that's how I think that they can generate a mass amount of revenue for themselves using mm -hmm. other people's money as... Yeah, well, there you go. So and, and um, just imagine season two is sponsored by like So Rare Data. And so yeah, it's put up like half a million dollars. That's and it. Then, yeah. And then Sora Data gets infinite amount of influx because people are like, wait, what's this Sora Data tournament? Let me go and sign up to them. Sora Data makes millions. Sora makes millions. We're honestly, we will be the recipe is right in front of us. It, it's it, is. Right it really is. <laughs> <clears throat> Roberto says, love the collection part. Thanks to net 5% got me my first top 30 in all-star just recently. And I just have a small gallery and keep going with new collections and try to snowball it. That's Good it. Job. It's the, hey, and it's and the this, this, this is the thing. And I, I try, like, I didn't try. I, I waxed lyrical about this, about when they introduced the collections around however long ago it was now. I was like waxing lyrical about this. If you believe in the long-term prospects of So Rare, like the genuine long-term, I'm not talking like three or five years, but like, you know, like um, when I was growing up and Betfair became a website, that didn't exist before and now here we are 20 years later and it still exists if you think so we're still going to be here in 20 or 30 years i genuinely think it's not hard to snowball from a really small amount to actually gaining that like that that great wealth you know that compound interest of what so can offer the compound value of what it offers is way better than hitting a 10,000 to one accumulator on the weekend where you've got a pound on it because ultimately you're still a gambler at that point and you're just going to gamble that 10,000 away. You're probably not going to do anything like like useful with it, maybe a holiday or some nice clothes, but seldom do people like take that 10,000 and just improve their general quality of life. Yeah. And I think SoRare offers that compound ability and it all stems from collections. The more you've got, the better it works. And that's not me like, it, it's not a joke in that side of things. It genuinely is true. The more collections you've got, the better it works. I think fundamentally the game has always benefited those who have a lot of cards, but it, it always felt a little um, misguided is not the word, but it's the, the belief was always, I just, if I have a lot of cards, I'll be fine. And I think now you do need a lot of cards, but the collections allow us to organize them in a way where we see the benefits of like, Oh wait, instead of this card, I have a similar one here from, Oh, I have four other guys from this team. Let me get that card. And it's almost like it helps us. It gives us a path to card accumulation instead of just get more cards. And I think it's a huge benefit. 
Daniel said, if I was given 10 grand, I'd just spend it on store anyway. Way to be, Daniel. Oh, I, I do uh, I do sit there and think sometimes, what, what did I do the other day? I, I can't remember what I was doing. I was doing something for the for the tax man. And I was like, all this money we spent on, it was like garden products or something. And I was like, I literally could have bought like a full, like, or not a full, but like a proper like Arsenal super rare like team. I could have bought the whole thing. And instead, we've got these just nice chairs outside. Like, really, like, <laughs> what's more important here? Like, really, what is more important? I mean, you're sitting down right now. You have enough chairs. You exactly. Like, there. a chair is just a chair at the end of the day. But an NFT, now, that's something that's, uh, you know, I, I can't stake my chair each week, can I? And, like, try and win smaller chairs. Like, it just doesn't work like that. But Yeah. Who goes outside to sit down? Yeah. Although my chair collection does have a, a good 5% bonus on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I found that much funnier than it was. <laughs> it wasn't that funny. So <laughs> Josh said, I almost view my collection players as untradeables now. I'm committed to max them out no matter now, no matter if they go up or down in price. So I have that problem too. The benefit, so I have the problem of I don't want to sell my collection cards. The benefit I have is that I spent so much more than they're worth that I wouldn't sell them now. <laughs> the tremendous loss anyway. That is, I was looking at, I was looking at some bits. I, I won a reward because I'm really good at the game. But I won a reward like yesterday, and it's a tier goalkeeper that no, was tier two rare, and it was a goalkeeper, well, and he's well, worth like about two hundred and twenty pounds, which is terrible. And the reason why he's not worth much is because he literally just rotates with the other goalkeeper all the time, like every other game. It's crazy. I tried to send it to Basilbot. He just rejected it. Like, this is a new season, tier four, that's got a £205 bid on the auction card that's there. And he's just like, I don't want any part of this. But I was sitting there lo looking at other cards that I could send to Basilbot because I actually, I, I want to, like, improve certain areas of my gallery, especially in Super Air. And I think some good Super Airs right now are a little bit undervalued. And if I could just get together another, like, three or £400 worth of cash, I can buy a really good Super Air that really works for my gallery. And so I was looking through all my cards, and I was like, there's there's one card that I've got, David Neres, is about 140 or 150 pounds. And I know selling him is the right thing to do for me long term, but because I spent two and a half thousand pounds on him, I just cannot. I just cannot. I, I will just he is with me till retirement now because realizing that loss is way more painful than making profit off of the little bit that he'll give me back. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I think it's, that's one of the early lessons that Keith tried to instill in me that it, the amount that you pay for cards should not matter. And right or wrong, it matters. It does. <laughs> and so it'll be that day when I finally need somebody to be like, well, so this is how much you owe in tax. But if you sell this card and I'll be like, okay, it's sold. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you could get a massive tax rebate if you just, well, if you have it as in Soro through the business, it's like just as a held investment until you, again, until you realize it, profit or loss, no tax. Yes. So it's great. <clears throat> Josh said, I've got about 2K invested and I'm now in the mindset of compounding that. 300 withdrawn, I know a dirty word. I mean, it's not dirty. I just don't know what it means. But I'm in the same boat as Soro. Josh, collections, there's a whole Josh party here. Collections are just long-term money makers. That's the, that's the hope at least. I, I did definitely short and uh, term money takers. I, I, I did. I also withdrew some uh, some ETH, not cash, but ETH. Let me see how much it was. There's a 
I don't know if we're allowed to talk about other projects, um, but there's another project, and I invested a little bit into that. And so spent? <clears throat> I spent. Yeah, I can't. I can't see how much I withdrew. Was it Ultimate Champions? No, it wasn't. No, oh. uh, it was what a, else a, is a, there? about about three hundred, four hundred pounds. I withdrew. Uh, it's a stocks FT. Oh yeah, a yeah. little bit footy index vibes. So I haven't put like stakes too much into there, but it's it's an interesting concept. I really like it. So yeah, my biggest hesitation not to start talking about Stocks FC, but my biggest hesitation was everything I've seen on Twitter is everyone's like, "Man, this is great! It's just like Football Index." And I was like, "How did that turn out? Like, <laughs> yeah. what are we? Why are we trying yeah. to replicate this?" Yeah. Um, but I will say that that's a game that I wanted to play and I couldn't because I was in the states. And oh, okay. That worked out for me in the yeah. long run, but oh, for the index, yeah. yeah. So, so like, I don't know if you ever heard my foot index story. Not to go off too much on a tangent, but when foot index was like brand brand new, I've I've always been into like this kind of games and like you know I like gambling, but I like strategy more than like sure. luck, chance, whatever. And foot index looked a lot like that. And I'd invested maybe about two thousand pounds altogether in foot index, and. It was uh, like I bought players like Neymar when he was like 20 pence and 50 pence and stuff. And they were going, apparently they went up to like tens or hundreds of pounds and they split and things like that. But like, lo and behold, like my account got banned. And I, I didn't log into uh, Footy Index for months because I just forgot about it. It's one of those things like I invested like you know, a fair bit, bought all these cool cars, looked at it for a week or so, and then just never looked at it again. Yeah. And then when it started going, getting a bit more popularity because a few content creators were promoting it on Twitter and things like that, I was like, oh, I've got a footy index account. Let me see how they're doing. Went back to the account, banned, right? So I've messaged the, the team and they're saying, because I'm a person of influence and I can like influence how the market changes, I'm not allowed an account. And I tried to get like the money back and they just refused. And I, I, like again, one of those things in my head, I'm like, it was whatever. It's like gone, it's gone. Yeah, I didn't really fight it too hard because at the time I was going through something completely different and then about six to nine months more months later the footy index disappeared and then i started hearing stories from a lot of other people that had early adopter accounts that had lots of money available like in their accounts and lots of like stocks and stuff and they all were getting banned because they knew it was a rug pull so they were just getting banned left right and center for no good reason just so that they couldn't withdraw their money wow yeah how mad is that And so I'd love to have known what my account was worth when it disappeared. It pro probably was significant, but wouldn't right. have been able to get it out anyway because it was just right. it fake was money, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looked like a lot, but it was nothing, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't even have a segue for that, but I saw some few people bring up the Cap 220, which is the <laughs> new month-long competition. So we'll we'll go there. Um, Daniel Cooper says, more of, the, more of the story, buy more so rare cards. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which, funnily enough, though, the, my footy index experience was exactly why I was super hesitant when I first joined So Rare. Because when I when I clicked on So Rare for the first time, Limited didn't exist, and it was just all of these like Korean cards that I didn't have a clue about. And I'm like, three hundred dollars for I don't even know who this is. Like, I don't even know who he plays for. And I messaged back to my management. I was like, this just looks like a scam. I'm not going anywhere near it. And that was it. Yeah. Now you have a John Buck stack <laughs> collection. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> You love the Kaylee. Yeah. Um, so 220 is now the month long. 
Yeah. And honestly, again, we kind of always looked at it at 220 as the place to play your non best players from collections. You're just like, yeah. Oh yeah, this guy starts. He's not that great. Low L 15, throw him into 220. And it's just another, like it's another place where the collections, would you like to score 5% more than everyone else? Yeah. Get a collection. Absolutely. I, I really, I was talking to Josh Excels about um, the month long or like long format competitions last night because we were, like my cap 270 right now, my super rare is, is doing all right. But the score this week, only two players have played is already better than my fourth worst score for previous weeks. And I'm like, even if you like it, if you have a bad week, it just doesn't matter. Whereas mm-hmm. Eddie and Ketty is probably injured for Arsenal for tonight. He's not going to play, which means my all-star rare pro is completely dead for the game week. And it's like, that hurts. But if a month long score doesn't go well, doesn't matter. I've got next week. Yeah, and next week, it, yeah. yeah, next week. And if if you are like when when they first announced month long, I was like, if you if you finish first, I think I finished like fifth or something in two seventy a couple of weeks ago in in rare. I obviously got nothing for it. And then I I started thinking about that. I could have put that in all star, and that would probably been like really good. And you know, but if you finish first and get nothing, it, it is pain. But I've had generally mediocre scores across the board in all three scarcities I'm playing in. And I'm still in rewards in all three scarcities I'm playing in. And I'm like, we're only got what two weeks left after this now, two yeah. game weeks left. And I'm like, this is mad. Like I, it's easy to improve these scores. And because the rewards are like scaled up because it's a month long tournament, even though I might have won more across a month, I don't actually think I would have done. So unless you're hitting those peak scores every week, in which case you probably have a gallery that allows you to play other tournaments where you're hitting peak scores as well. Hitting mediocre scores is giving you good like good returns. And I, I think it's one of those things that I looked at as a negative when they first like announced it, but I think should be a, f- a focus point of the future of the platform is taking cards away without giving too much back for a prolonged period of time. Because again, it just encourages people to buy more, prices rise, we'll pyramid the scheme up and boom yeah <laughs> i am one of those people though that was like i'm not i don't think i've entered a 270 lineup out of protest this entire time because like i liked the weekly 270 like it, it felt like another all-star to me and i was like i'm not going to waste my cards in this month-long thing but i'm also someone who does not win something every week so the idea of having to wait eight weeks and possibly win two rewards is probably better than the eight weeks that I go <laughs> to zero rewards. Yeah. And so I think I think I played it completely wrong. Like I think I should have pr- like prioritized it. And I specifically went out of my way not to play it. And so there's probably a situation where there's an alternate universe where I played it and I win a tier one because I prioritized it and I ended up getting four high scores. And realistically you don't need four podium scores to get a good card like i think that's what we all convinced ourselves of to get something you know to finish high up obviously you need four good scores but like you don't need four best scores yeah and if you if you go to my account now and look at my super rare uh month long i i I don't even think two of them are over 300 points Yeah, look at that 301 and that 183 is this week with three cards left and okay it's only a tier five but those scores 
otherwise don't get any rewards. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm excited for Cap 220. Are they going to allow commons still? Because all of a sudden, that. the commons that, you, like, I don't play the common divisions anymore anyway because I couldn't be bothered to set the lineups. But all I'm going to do now is just go and keep interchanging for, like, the best low L15 common that is so, going to slam and then put four rares around it. Well, no, four you limiteds can only around it, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah limited. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think this past game week was the last game week that we could play. And Nepi won a reward in Serie oh, A Amateur. Well done. And by I won a reward, I mean somebody who may have set the lineup for me, who is 12 years old, won a reward. <laughs> and <clears throat> but the I said this on a show the other day, which like I didn't know. And this is clearly one of those things that maybe because I'm too separated from it that I didn't know. But I did know that in the amateur competitions, if you have an L15 below 40, you still, like 40 is the minimum. But you get the true L15 if you play it in 220 yeah. limited. So I was like, oh, yeah. all right. So I think like 220 limited every week will include somebody with like an L15 of zero. That's a cheat code. And people will use that as their common and, and then build around there. Yeah, For and sure. then you... It might then also lead into limiteds having power spikes like they used to for the old specialist tournament, because now all of a sudden having that cheat code limited in your rare two twenty makes a much bigger difference than it did before. It so I agree. Um, I I do feel like that was one situation where. People were like, I have an L15 of zero or somebody's really low and they're like, yeah, I'll play that in 220. And we were all like, no, 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 no. You play that in 240 or 270, wrap up your threshold or get 270 where you could win the scarcity up. But now, and the, the reason is not because we thought 220 was a bad competition. It's that the prizes were bad. Like you don't want to waste like a cheat card to to maximum, to in, in the best case situation, finish with a tier two, whatever the scarcity is. But now, if you can get a star rare from Cap 220 rare, just takes eight weeks. Yeah. Now you play that zero there. For sure. Yeah. And you buy another one and play it in 240 as well. And then buy another one and play it in 270 as well. <laughs> and lo and behold. And another one to play in super rare 220 or, you know, the next year. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. You've got four, four use cases for, the, for this card. It's a wonder how this platform isn't sky high. Jesus Christ. <laughs> There's just great reasons to buy cards all the time. So on the subject of multi-entry, do you think you should be able to have multiple collections of the same team in the same year? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, well, I have anyway Erdegaard and then I won Erdegaard. The same thing I, with, with Salah. Yes. But I won same season, right? So I've got two Erdegaards oh, in the right. same season that's and right. I can't change his XP onto the one that I want, even though they both offer the same going into the pot, apart from the fact that one of them was first foot. No, but they, they both offer the same. That's weird. I remember messaging uh, on Twitter about it and I got a response of like, yeah, we'll look into this and see what we can do. And then nothing came. I thought, and this is something that I completely admit I must've made up because I remember looking back at it and it wasn't in the announcement, but it was always my 
belief that you could choose the cards in your collection. Yeah. And so when that nice. happened to you and I was like, oh, just choose the other one. And everyone's like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. And yeah I was like, no, 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 that. you can choose. But no. But I, I think uh I I I think if you have two of the like I think all cards in your collection should draw the same collection bonus. Even if they don't offer the same, they should draw it because why they wouldn't do, they? they? No. Like so if you have two, if you have the exact same card twice, oh sorry, yeah. Only one of them gets a collection bonus. Yeah, yeah, and sorry. only one of them contributes to the collection bonus as well. But I think there should be double. But in, in terms of like what I think your question was about, like if you have like a five percent Liverpool sack now and a five percent Liverpool sack from last season, is it smart to play both? Is that what is that what you was getting at? No. I no. meant like what if you could have two 2023 Liverpool collections? Yeah, I, I I I don't see why not. I don't see why not because I, again, it it all lends into one of Sorez's unspoken recent rules of buy cards and don't sell them. So give someone the benefit of that. I yeah, Charlie said collections should be way should be way more sticker book placing cards into a collection than it happening automatically. I do kind of like that too. Like, and it I feel like they have done certain things that you have to do on so rare and like puts you on the site manually putting cards in collections is the easiest thing to like force people to go do it. And it gives a benefit to those who are willing to do it. And yeah. for those who are too lazy, like Sean Newsham, and he's just like building collections because he wins rewards all the time, make him go in and do it and yeah. he won't. And then we can all benefit from our yeah. hard work. Yeah. That's it. You playing the game, You're playing the game. I think uh, Recommend says he's surprised they're changing the rewards in amateur kickoff and specialist. I believe it's because we're not going to be able to play those tournaments pretty soon. And it is the the carrot on a stick, isn't it? They actually want people to win rewards that don't already have a big gallery so that they could be enticed to buy cards to play the tournaments. So it makes perfect sense that they're offering better rewards in those tournaments. Yeah. <clears throat> Agreed. Agreed. Totally. Josh XL said, slide the 3D ones into those protective sleeves and then the plastic display case. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Let's microtransaction our way to, to uh, <laughs> profit here, guys. Service said, you shouldn't get a second Salah collection bonus with cards from the first collection, though. You need to build an actual second collection. That's yeah. exactly what I was saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm all about that. I'm all about that. Yeah, full second collection. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> Rikamon said, it's less an amateur, but more in specialist. Yeah, you want to benefit those who have actually put money in. Yeah. Even if it's just for one car or two, however the helmet you need. Sorahan should be like an old school Panini football sticker book indeed. I bet we get that at some point. Like something that looks like it's, you could turn the page and all your cards are there. I think it's coming. Yeah, I, I don't think it is. I'm actually surprised Sorahan have the card design they have because FIFA used to have that card design in FIFA 11, 12, and maybe 13 and 14. And then they were forced to change because Panini claimed copyright over the card shape and the card, oh. like the card design. And so FIFA were literally forced to change the shape of their card. Wow. And so I'm surprised maybe so is just not big enough yet, but I'm surprised this, this specific design is like eligible. Do you know why it's okay? Cause they're a little thicker. Ah, yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and they're made of internet gold. Yeah, there you go. But if, if they did put it into a like quote unquote sticker book or an album or something, I think that, I think they'd face legal dispute with that. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Which is maybe why we don't it's have it already. Yeah, maybe it's just a vault with like your gold bars of JPEGs. Yeah. 
I um yeah, there's there's a lot they can do with collections, isn't there? I always like not always, but every time I'm on so rare, like yesterday I started buying and it's Keith's fault because I saw he was buying cards. And then I was like, let me go and see like a collection. And I was I was building a team and I've got Gutas, who used to play for Siverspore, who now plays for Cardiff, and it's doing really, really well there, like really well. And he's also got another guy from the uh, Turkish league that went with him. What's his name? Gutas, G O U T A S. And his score has been like brilliant, like way better than I thought. Like I, to the point now where I put him in priority lineups. Um, yeah, oh. I know it's, <laughs> I know it's mad. Um, and I was like, I don't have much percentage on him because why would I? He's like some rando guy that I bought one time because Siverspore were kicking off the game week at 3 p.m. So their lineup came out at 2 p.m. So I went and bought a whole rare Siverspore stack and he was one of those players because I knew he was going to start. Put them all in cap 220 because they're shocking and won nothing. Um, <laughs> so, so and, and now I've got like the goalkeeper that I paid like 80 pounds for at the time, Yildrim. He's worth like nine pounds now, you know, like mm-hmm. as a rare, rare goalkeeper. But as I went and looked at their collection and I was like, okay, there's actually some, I, th- I bought a one-off because he was there for 10 pounds, right? And I'm like, I've, I've only got, I think about 4% or 5% on Gutas. So I'm like, let me get my 5% collection up. So I went and started buying loads of, uh, loads of Siverspore guys. And then after I finished, I'd only spent about, I think about 50 pounds and I've bought loads now. I should get up to 3% once a 90 days kicks in. And I will find the rest and get it up to 5% now because I'm committed to it. But after I finished purchasing them, I was like, what a waste of money. <laughs> like, I could have bought a genuinely good, like, tier one rare instead. And now I've got a collection of utter, utter tross that no one cares about. But you can't say I'm not committed to collections. Did, uh, didn't Musa used to play for Leicester? Yeah. Yeah, I've got hopes that he like refines some form. Gradle played for uh, Burnmouth, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah Gradle's Premier League pedigree as well. Um, Samu Size, um, I think, played in La Liga as well at one point. So I think this is probably one of the dumbest things I've ever seen on Sora. Yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. Um, respectfully, of course. <laughs> um, but I, but yeah, I think if anybody is like, are you really into collections? And you could just be like, you you're really questioning me look at this and then you have it so yeah there you go the the, the worst one is uh daegu i think especially now that he's been injured for ages and i still pick up the odd piece every now and then no but I, I, I think being able to boost like one of the best players on the platform is okay yeah but i mean he hasn't played he's, he's got l15 of zero no. that's not very yeah. good at all Ooh, when turkey it? yeah turkey winter turkey winter challenges uh it should should be good shouldn't it germans right about this well, but here's the thing, right? So I have a rule, and I might change that rule right now, but not for him because he's too expensive. But my rule is a rare for a fiver is great if it's adding towards a collection, the special edition for £10, right? That That's kind of like if, mm-hmm. if, if I see one for less than £5, I'll generally pick it up, although there were a few of this collection that were less than £5 and I didn't pick them up because they accepted ETH only and I have cash only. Um, but the... I think there's two more one-offs and one jersey mint, and they're like £400. And it's like, no one, no one is buying that for that price for that yeah. collection. No one. Just lower it to a reasonable amount, sucker me in, I'll get it, right? Like, <laughs> Right. I will overpay for this car. Yeah. I will. But... Yeah. 
But yeah, you just got to make it at least semi-reasonable for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. Um, I'll be honest. I can't believe you even admitted that you have that. But 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 here's the thing, right? When one of them gets a favorable transfer or run a form, and I'm like, now's the greatest time to sell this. Even though I won't sell it, and I'll put it in a lineup instead, it will be a mental victory. Yeah, you know what like, you yes, yeah, right. I could have sold this for seven x profit and covered all of that trust that I paid for that's alongside him. But we're going to put him into a lineup, cap to twenty month long, and he's going to do great. So the worst part of that whole process, though, is if you do sell that card, and then the next game week comes, whether you won something or not, that card is gone. And then you look back and you're like, so I have a collection now of 18 to 26 cards I will never use and I don't want. And we're benefiting a card that I don't own anymore. No, no. I, I mean, one of the ones that I don't want now, like, like assume like, you know, Gradle gets a favorable transfer, maybe goes to Spanish second division and just starts putting in 80s and 90s every game week. Really unlikely. It's really unlikely. But it's not impossible. True. And so while there's a realm of possibility there, I will continue buying two to five dollar cards to boost collection scores on players that are in second division rare lineups. Josh says this is Nep's attempt to make a bad idea from 12 months ago into a good idea. And that solution was buy more. <laughs> yep. And it hasn't failed yet. I... Yeah. Yeah. I would say it just hasn't succeeded yet, but I'm more of a glass half full kind of guy anyway. <laughs> I don't know when when uh, there's this really cool website called Zero Data, and when they start in like introducing data to show how much specific collection bonuses have earned you in terms of points and prizes, I'll be able to show everyone that I was right. Hmm. I'll have to check that site out. Yeah. What's it called? Zero Data. It's good. Hmm. You should sign up. I should sign up. Yeah. Exclusive cool. package. Is there like a code Nepenthes or something I have to use? There actually is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, um, you got anything else? Yeah. Well, so that did you see that new manager thing? That's cool, I did isn't not. it? I, I did not. Well, I I saw it and I breezed. You don't want to talk to me about it. Yeah, whatever. And yeah, there's a collection part of it. I didn't see the collection part of it. I saw the scoring points, but it's on their right. blog. Yeah, and if yeah. they do introduce bonuses for collections, the fundamental thing is going to be what can you spend those manager points on. That's all that's going to be important. Why do they spell out the numbers? Yeah, and then underneath, not three hundo. Three hundo. Yeah, three hundo. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> One hundred. 200 but three hundo <laughs> oh yeah i like that it says reach reached at least 100 and it says 40 manager points on the bottom that's that's because that's your reward right 100 points well, in the more. so5 100 points in so5 you, you get it so if you hit 100 in so5 you get the 40 manager points as a reward but again it's like what can you buy with the reward yeah it should have been 250 shouldn't it um Who knows? This is just a teaser, Nep. Yeah, it's just a teaser. Although last time they showed images like this for the fitness thing and stuff, I got gas because I was like, this is going to be brilliant. It's going to be like an actual game. 
And then they scrapped that because they realized it was absolutely horseshit, even though I had managed to convince people that fitness could be a great thing for the site. And I I'm think, not even being paid by them. Yeah. I think the the whole fitness thing was like, hey, how do we make more money? And they were yeah. like, hey, why don't we just make people buy new cards? Yeah. And like, oh, yeah, let's do that first. Yeah. Oh, 10% fitness bonus that decreases. What were they thinking, honestly? Thank God they didn't didn't go through with it. Yeah. <sighs> Excuse me. <clears throat> That's all I have to. I'm, I'm like now choking, so I think we're done. Yeah. Um, thank you, everybody, for not joining that you're us. Choking. What's that? I said, yeah, good, but not that you're choking. I'm not happy that no, you're no, choking. No, no, not that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It'll be Nep and Keith next week since I will be dying <laughs> from choking right now. But anyway, thank you, everybody, for joining. If you could please like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Shout out to Quinny. I'm actually going to talk about liking and subscribing on Off Topic this week. It's uh, Friday. Yeah, Friday. And I'm just going to say why Nep is wrong about liking and subscribing. I'm not wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm open to it. I'm open to it. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. It actually has nothing to do with NEP. Well, it does a little bit, but it has nothing to do with YouTube. I'll say it that way. Um, but anyway, thank you everybody for joining. Um, we're expecting Keith back next week. We'll see. We'll see. Don't like, I know everybody's gonna be like, man, that was such a great show. But like, don't go too crazy because then Keith's like, man, I yeah. can't believe I missed it. And then he gets all yeah. bummed. Put it in the comments there, like, what an average show, like the worst one so far. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, everyone comment about that. Yeah. Like, just <laughs> lots of comments, and we'll do that. But anyway, thank you everyone for joining, and uh, good luck with your collections.